for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. Y'all come on in and settle down. Let's finish our last hour of Rosie on the House. Visiting about what I think is the my number one favorite room in the whole house, really. The garage. When I list all the things that have gotten done in the garage at my house, it is almost an incredible list. And we could talk about anything you'd like to visit about as well. If you've got a question or a dilemma or a proposal or a project you'd like to get some expert advice on, I've got Romy right here, and he's the biggest, best expert I know. And his his number is one 767 4348. I have this powerful thing called Goldmine that has the <laughs> cell phones of all the industry experts for your house, home, castle, or cabin at the at my fingertips. We come to work every Saturday morning for the sole purpose of trying to win a place in your heart as becoming every Arizona homeowner's best friend. We have the radio program every Saturday morning. We have the email newsletter that goes out every Thursday. It's packed with tons of information that you can't get anywhere else. We've got the website, rosieonthehouse.com, which is the number one contractor referral network in the state. We're bigger, better, and best. Better. I was going to say big, better, and baddest, but that's <laughs> kind of. Uh, that's not the exact. Bro, I'm, I'm, profile. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Partners. I'm talking about the good bad. We're the good baddest. The good baddest. We're the good baddest contractor referral network in the entire state. We outpace, outbeat all other referral networks because we screen our contractors. We just had a new member join yesterday. He made it through the screening process yesterday. Uh, Mexican Tile and Stone Company. Oh. Nice. He initially I, contacted us and tried to get in back in January. I called him yesterday, and he says, you know, I had all but given up. I, I, I was beginning to think y'all found something on me I didn't even know about myself. <laughs> no, we were just looking for that long. <laughs> we, were just, we were just looking that hard. A lot of referral networks, they uh, find out that uh, you want to advertise and that you've got an advertising budget and that you can write a check that clears the bank every month, and that's the total of their screening process. Well, not at Rosie on the House. We put you through some pretty tight filters. And one of the things that we're really proud of on the aftermath of that is these other, quote, referral networks or review sites, um, they, all own, they all manage their own reviews. You know, somebody comes in, and you know, well, oh, they're all four-star, five-star, and, you know, well, Who's rating those, and what are right. they judging them on? And you, know, you can Google any any of these and find stories about uh, examples of people that pay to get the, the state. Re- the state of California is suing one of the largest contract referral networks in the nation. <laughs> the state of California is suing them. Well, okay, I, I 
I will say the the network probably deserves it, but I'll it also does. say California's probably so broke they'll sue anything and everything <laughs> to get a buck to keep <laughs> to keep their state going. Yes, but anyway, that's another story. That's another story <laughs> for another day um, at another show. <laughs> but we have a third party called the Guild Quality, and they do customer reviews and surveys. So first of all, they verify that this is a real customer that this contractor did work for. It's not anyone and everyone, and it's not your competitor going on there bad-mouthing you uh, trying to mess up your review sites and cost you money because now you've got to go pay the review company to take those down. And right. he's just draining your resources. So this is verified that the work was done by this contractor for this homeowner. And then it's specific uh, points for your uh, KPIs, key performance indicators, the the estimating, the cleanliness, the scheduling, the communication. You, so you're, you're grading on specific things because – I mean, you could get done and with the job, and you know, we've seen examples where you know the, the smallest little thing can happen at the very end, and they blow their lid because uh, they you caught them on a bad move. You know, the, the job's done completely, and you got one little burr under your saddle. Well, you got this great saddle. Let's just go get the burr out. Well, you get the burr out, and they're still mad. <laughs> So, you know, there, there can be just as big of unreasonable review from an unreasonable homeowner Absolutely. as there can be unreasonable performance by a contractor. So this weeds all of that out, the, 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 the strength and the validity and uh, the, the third party verification of these reviews through the guild quality is something you're not going to find anywhere else. Any other review site, you know, they manage it all themselves. Right. So, so watch for the Rosie on the House certified partner label in the, in the selection of your contractors. And also look for the Guild Quality. It's a national, third-party, verifiable rating service, much more objective, much more accurate than anybody else is using anywhere on the planet. And no other referral network would ever go to a third party because it's just a pay-to-play. You know, right. They'll put anyone on there if the check's big enough and clears the bank. Right. So we work hard to make sure that site is as clean as possible and has the experts that we would allow to work at any of our family's homes. And we build that out from Tucson to Casa Grande to Phoenix and, and Northern Arizona. We're trying desperately now to ramp up our Northern Arizona efforts uh, in Prescott and Yavapai County, Sedona, Coconina County, and Flagstaff. And uh, there'll be a day that we get over into the White Mountains and Sholo, but that's not for now. It's an incredible amount of work to build the network, maintain it, and police it. Uh, I say that you know, what are we up to, Rome? Uh, 170, 160 partners right in that neighborhood across the state. And we, we're the only referral network that has a full-time complaint resolution officer. And he's kind of like the Maytag repairman. He just kind of sits at the office. As a matter of fact, another employee recently got home from a little vacation, and he bought him a pair of socks. So that when you're leaning back in your chair with your shoes taken off <laughs> and your feet are up on the desk. Gold bond and socks. <laughs> the bottom of the sock says, don't wake me, I'm working. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Alex and Donnie bought those for Stan. Nice. So really nice. 
So we work hard. Uh, like I say, uh, Mexican tile and stone uh, with a showroom on Greenway in Phoenix and down on Prince in Tucson. Uh, just That's recently do, made have, it through. Have a successful business in both markets. They're so very tough, unique, and uh, have their own culture. And a lot of them uh, shun that yeah. for some reason. That, yeah. Well, we. Oh, were, you've got a Phoenix. Oh, you're also in Tucson. We, ah, right. Like, yeah. It's Arizona. Nine. Ninety miles apart on the interstate, it's not that big a difference. But so a lot of people have it in their head. There's a big difference. Yeah. So in trying to win your heart, we do the Saturday morning program. We do the website. We do an email newsletter that you can subscribe to at our website, rosieonthehouse.com. Comes to you every Thursday and has information you can't get anywhere else. We publish in five newspapers across the state in a weekly manner, uh, and then. Of course, we have the office that's taking phone calls all week long from people all over the state who are trying to help. And let me just say this. We can't help you if you're not using Rosie Contractors. And we probably get 100 calls a month from people say, well, I use Billy Bop Plumbing and I'm not happy. Well, I'm sorry. We have no leverage over Billy Bop Plumbing. I hope there's no Billy Bop Plumbing Company in Arizona. <laughs> we should have checked that. <laughs> I should have checked that before I use that name. We can only help you if you use Rosie on the House Partners. If you've used someone you're not happy with, verify their license. If they're licensed, go to the Registrar of Contractors. They have a complaint resolution policy there that is as good as any place else in the country Except at Rosie on the House. A complaint at the registrar is going to take you months to resolve at the most. They've gotten a lot better, but they've got to get out and investigate it. They've got to write a report. They've got to give the contractor an opportunity to come back and fix it. You have a complaint with a Rosie on the House partner, bada bing, bada boom. Stan gets it. Stan gives it to the contractor. Stan gives it to me. And I mean, we're going to drive a solution really, really quick. First, we're going to decide whether or not it's a real complaint or not. Or if you're just nitpicking. <laughs> and a little bit of that goes on, too. So That's when I get involved. <laughs> B- B- Billy, There is a Billy Bob Plumbing Company in Chicago. Oh, good. <laughs> but none, none in Phoenix or Tucson or anywhere in Arizona, I oh, found. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm really glad to hear that. All right. In you the know, new... So- Go ahead. You were going to say the newsletter? In the newsletter that went out this week. And part of that is we had a trivia. That tied into the Diamondbacks. And I think we became Saboni and Buckeyes best friend this week because that was our winner for the Diamondbacks ticket. We had a trivia. And then in last hour during a segment was the time to text and pulled a random winner, confirmed that they weren't in the system as a recent winner because we like to spread the wealth. You know, like the same people went over and over and over. So congratulations to our Diamondbacks ticket, Saboni. Saboni. And Buckeye. And Buckeye won the Diamondback tickets. Well, congratulations. Also in the newsletter, other than trivia, are tips on how to maintain and care for your home. 
and in this particular week, we're talking about the garage. This so, whole month. This whole month. This so garage we're month. starting it by talking about inspecting the garage and maintaining your garage door. That was in our blog text yesterday. And then we had the newsletter talking about cooling your garage. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the garage and how you can make it a more enjoyable environment. Really, I mean, it was your wrestling gymnasium with all the wrestling team. We threw wrestling mats down in the garage. It's been a ping-pong champion tournament hall. It's been your poker night card hall for a while. It's been the gym and the weightlifting room. It's been the air gun target range. It's been uh, the clogging dancing studio. It's been the cheerleaders uh, studio hall. And all because we have it set up in a way that our garage is a true overflow room of our home. We'll come back and tell you more about that as well as take Brian's call, who's calling from Chandler. Mentioning all the things that our garage has been used for. I forgot how many pie-in-your-face church youth group contests have we had out there. <laughs> it's just, we, we have the garage kind of open. I've got a corner of it set up as a, as a, as a one bay is kind of my workshop. We don't park there at all. And, well, and an and, and exposed, enlarged area in the back is kind of where I have a gym and mirror and kind of a, a exercise bar for the girls to do their stretching and their uh, ballet and, and, and all of that. But uh, we've had the garage cooled in the summer for 20 years. And we've gone from a roof-mounted evaporative cooler that we would turn on in May and run till October, constant, just keep it turned on. Recently, in the last six or seven years, we removed the evap cooler and actually put an air conditioner in the garage. It's called a split system. And it actually, in the long term, is so efficient, it costs less to air condition the garage than it does to evap cool. And you're, you have a masonry garage. I have a masonry garage. Foam filled. Foam filled. Your flat roof has 10 inches of foam, ten, ten, insulation, ten inch of and foam then foam. Block, and then R38 insulation underneath. It's built, the whole house is built to super cool. That's, you know, I've spent money doing that. That's one thing a lot of people, I think, miss when they say, well, I want to put an air conditioner. Well, look at how well it's insulated because. Otherwise, you're gonna be just throwing killing yourself. money out. Killing yourself. You know, it, it, I mean, a split is efficient <laughs> as long as the space your air conditioning is efficient. Prepared for it, right? <laughs> and 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 evap cooling is a great option for cooling off a garage. It isn't as insulated as it should be, or has a west facing door that can never be cooled off. And now they've got those patio pals and those shop blasters that come with the evap coolers that have the toolbox on top or the ice chest on top. Two different units. Two different units. They're both the same where they have five wheels, so they're easy to roll around. Really, even with the water reservoir completely full. They've got a support one right in the middle for the fifth. Yeah. And then they both, one, the Patio Pal has a 114-quart ice chest. 
that you can keep all your drinks cold in. As the ice melts, the water goes into the <laughs> reservoir, chills the pad down even farther. I mean, yesterday with the temperature in the mid-90s, I mean, it was spitting out air in the 60 degrees on the back on the patio. patio. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. And then there's one for the garage called the shop blaster. And instead of the ice chest, it's a toolbox mounted on top. So wherever your workstation is, you can bring your tools and your cooling right in front of the hood of your truck or whatever it is you're doing right there. So you've got all your tools and the toolbox has a built-in media system. So you can plug in your Rosie on the house on Saturday mornings while you're Dinking around in your garage. There you go. So I want to talk garage, but we've also got some calls that I want to honor them. They've, they've been on hold for a little while. There is an open line, one 767 if you'd like to join the conversation. Romy, why don't we bring Brian in, calling from Chandler, has a question about his garage. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Rosie. How are you doing? Sass, super fantabulous. Well, we do have a bit of a garage situation. I wondered uh, we could get a, a recommended certified vendor if you have. But our situation is we just recently installed uh, uh, new garage doors, and the house is about 24 years old. Okay. But the flooring in the two-car garage side is heaving. And I just was listening to you this morning. I've been listening to you for years, but I was listening this morning, and I – Heard you talking about some options that you have. Right. I wondered if there is a way to get the concrete to go down. The little research I've done doesn't look promising. <laughs> it's not promising. Now, Brian, is this heaving out towards the garage door or in the middle of the floor? It's right in the middle of the two car because they do, uh, there's four separate slabs, the front two towards the garage door side is actually up about, a, would say, an inch plus. Ooh, yeah, that's lifted quite a bit. I'll tell you what you could do. When, when, when I tell you there isn't much you can do about that, one of the things you could do about that, you were asking specifically about getting a Rosie certified partner out there. There's a company in Phoenix called Arizona Foundation Solutions. Uh, the owner is Bob Brown, and he has patented a system that removes the moisture out from underneath the concrete slab. And if this is a cause of your heaving, expansive soils, it will re-lay back down. That's Arizona Foundation Solutions, 602-702-5390. If we can dry that ground back out, that slab will go back down Heaving, 99% of the time, is due to some moisture problem. And what that means to be the future of home ownership, you would schedule your home maintenance task. You can schedule projects this weekend. It is lawn weekend at the Romero's. We're going into the summer. We do a nice Bermuda grass between the mulberry trees out front, a little shade comfort, and whatever... <clears throat> I need for the garden or for my lawn, I schedule in my calendar like this weekend. I've got to go home and it's time to fertilize. So you put specifically what products you use for that. We use the premium lawn food from Bonide and have been for about five years now. It greens it up faster and it keeps it uh, 
green long time, about every six weeks, a nice spreader application on the granular. And I put that in my to-do task as a reminder, stopping it here. And on the way home, en route, the summer winds out on Bell and 67th Avenue uh, is, is my nursery route. On the way home, if you're in Tucson, you can get Bonite's premium lawn food at Savano Nursery. If you're in Prescott, you can find it at uh, the Mountain Gardener. Ken Lane has a Waters Garden Center. They're family made in America, which is one of the main. That's that was the first thing that attracted me to them. And then after using them, we are we are pretty much all converted all things in the landscape garden to Bonite. There you go, and it gets done in my to dos at home. Zada helps me maintain and keep on on top of and on track of. So, that it's, home, it's a digital future it of, is, it of is. home ownership. That home, that home Zada application is pretty spectacular. It's a great application for, you know, a lot of people with aging in place. We had a call yesterday, a gentleman in Fountain Hills looking to turn his garage into a mother-in-law suite. You know, that's... Uh, a aging in place, and if you're not doing it where you're living in your family's home, you know, if, if you've got an aging parent, it's a great to set their home up on this and ma- help manage it for them. So it helps you yes. keep track of things that you need to be doing or helping your parents do as they're aging in place, changing air filters, keeping uh, water schedules correct, uh, managing a home remotely if you're a snowbird. It's it's a great application because if you can't do it or you're gone, you just give somebody else, hey, here's my to-dos because you can easily export them on a calendar and send them to someone else. Take care of these for me this month. <laughs> there you go. One of the best, one of the best applications <laughs> of the application. You can assign other people uh, yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've got Greg and Royal. They've been patiently on hold. Let's see. Uh, what? Give me Greg first. I'm going to ask him a couple questions. Then we're going to jump to Royal real fast. Hey, Greg. Hey, how you doing, Rosie? Hey, you're driving. Yes, sir. Okay, so you're not where you're not where this leak is currently occurring, right? No, but I, I looked at it pretty closely. Okay, I'm gonna put you back on hold and take Royal because I thought if you okay. were home, I was gonna tell you which tools to go get. Go over there. I'm gonna tell you exactly how to fix it. But right now, I'm gonna take Royal, and then we'll get right back to Greg. Good morning, Royal. Good morning, Rosie. What you up to, my friend? Oh, nothing. Just kind of enjoying the weather before it gets too hot. Amen. Amen. What's your question uh, well, I got for a, today? Okay. The question is, uh, at my mother's house, she's got this pavement down for her driveway, and it leads up to a concrete that comes out of the garage itself and connects to the main street. Now, that's problems with the cracking, and it's just a pain to take care of it every year, so she would like to have it just all concrete. Okay. The contractor we got in touch with, he said he could save us about five to seven grand if he just laid the concrete over the top of the paint. He said it's actually a better foundation than putting it directly on the dirt instead of removing all the pavement. I'm skeptical. I, I, I don't think I would ever pour concrete on top of an asphalt. No, I could... I could check with some other concrete specialists that I know, and they could spot check me and double check me and tell me if I'm all wet or not. But um, 
it isn't the kind of grading and drainage sub-base that we generally like when we lay down ABC. Uh, Royal, I'll be happy to make a couple phone calls on your behalf to see if I'm, I'm wrong about this. But while you're waiting for me to call you back, which will probably be Tuesday, I want you and your mom to seriously consider pavers as opposed to concrete. It will never crack. Uh, once down, they're always down. Uh, we're not hardly pouring much concrete for driveways anymore because pavers make such a better application in that uh, particular uh, arena. You, you look at bellguard.com. Look at the paver options. I'll do a little homework on pouring concrete over asphalt. That's a question. Ding! We should have a bell dinger. That's a question I've never been asked in 30 years of being on air. I'll check. My gut hunch is niet. Yeah, I think the only thing right that contractor said is it'll save you money, but it doesn't mean <laughs> it's the right way. <laughs> I, 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 a lot I, of things will save you money. Doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I just don't know. So, all right, let's go back to Greg, who's driving with a plumbing question. Good morning, Greg. Sorry to do that to you. No problem. How you doing? Okay, man. Is this a you say a valve that's leaking at the hose? Is this a is this the hose bib outside in the yard? Yeah. Every time you turn on the hose, like that aerator thing, lets water leak all over, and I can't seem to get that thing off. I don't know if there's a set screw that they broke in there or if it's welded in there somehow or whatever, but I can't figure out how to get rid of that piece. Okay, you're, you're talking about the aerator that screwed on the end of the hose bib? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, so when you turn the water on, it leaks the whole time you've got the hose turned on? Yeah, only from the aerator, not from the valve. Okay. And there is a set screw on that, Greg. You may need an easy okay. out to, to drill it out if you can't find it. But uh, okay. they tighten that down, and then they set it with a set screw. Uh, see if you can't pull that set then screw back out to, and replace it. You have to put another one in? That was my other question after it, I get it off. It's safest if you do. It, it keeps water from the hose from ever back siphoning back into the house. Okay. Okay. Okay, man? So, yeah, that's just take I just got to figure out what an easy out is, and then I'll do it. Okay. Just go to any hardware store and tell them you want a, a, a 16th inch and a 1 8th inch easy out. It's a drill bit that drills into the broken screw, and it has a reverse thread catch on it. So you're drilling. You take your drill, and you drill into the screw. Then you remove the drill, and this bit is now sticking into the broken screw. And on the end of that bit is a place that you can clamp a crescent wrench uh, or a pair of pliers and start turning counterclockwise, and it won't come out of the screw. It won't back out. It'll actually pull the whole screw out. It's called an easy-out bit. And that's what you're going to need. So there you go, my friend. What I thought... And it makes it easier. It doesn't make it easy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it can be rusted in there. Yes. Get, yeah. you know, those, those threads can get corroded and, and become one. So it makes the job easier. Yeah. It's not always easy, though. And when I saw Greg's question on the screen, I thought his problem was going to be when I turn the hose on, the water leaks out of the stem where the 
where the valve is. And, and that's a very common problem, and it's a very easy problem to fix. If you've got that problem where the hose bib itself is leaking out the top while the water's turned on, all you need to do is turn the water on, and just where the valve stem goes into the hose bib, take a vice grip wrench and tighten that nut that's on the top. That's called the packing nut. Tighten that about one-eighth inch of a turn. The leaking will stop, and now it will be a little bit stiffer to open and close the hose bib, but it will stop all of the leaking while you're trying to use it. Okay, with that said, we've cleared all the lines except for a call coming in now from Jim in Tucson. We'll get in just a minute. Let me go to the subject of the week, garages. Which we were supposed to, yeah, sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> I no. said we were going to cover the garage door at 9.32, and I, I completely blew past it. I'm So to any of our listeners that had tuned in at that time for that, that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so in our blog text that we post at KTAR every Friday, we're talking about how to inspect and maintain your garage door. Mm-hmm. It is the largest appliance you have at your house. For most of you, it's the largest architectural feature on the front of your house. And it's the most ignored feature and appliance on the entire property. And only breaks when you're already five minutes late to the most critical appointment you have all year long. (laughs) You open and close this thing at least twice a day, at the very least, right? Coming and going. So there's 700 applications right there, 730, open and close a year. Um, if it's at my house where your daughter and her husband have the garage door openers to get in, and they're going by, and they want to check and see what's in the leftover department of the refrigerator, or they want to jump in the swimming pool, or they want to drop the kids off. I mean, our garage door probably goes up twice that often, three times, I would say Three times, 2,100 times a year. They're heavy. This isn't something we generally recommend you servicing yourself. Never, if you break a torsion spring or you want to adjust the spring, don't do it. That is the most arm-breaking, jaw-breaking, hazardous job of any that you could do at your house. Leave adjusting the springs and maintaining the garage door to a professional. They can get it done. <laughs> that, uh, that reminds me of a story of a gentleman with a large beard. One of our partners was telling us about. Oh, this isn't going to end. Who good. was like eyeballing the, oh, the, the track, the yes, rolling track. Yes. That, uh, you know, the, the, the guide yes. that comes back to the operator. And he was activating the with a screwdriver, using it like as a bridge yes. on the metal part. And he's eyeballing, he's touching it back and forth. And as it's going, the, the chain catches his beard. <laughs> so he's, you, you can't eyeball it without standing on something. <laughs> so he luckily didn't fall, but he had to stand there balancing on this. Uh, ladder with his beard stuck in the track until the garage guys could get there, kind of help cut it out. And his ouch, <laughs> he was there for a while. Left for professionals. <laughs> that spring that's on your overhead garage door is there to assist the opener. It kind of countermands 
the 350 or 400 pound garage door that that opener is lifting so many times every year. And that thing, baby, is, is wound tight. If you've ever been inside a garage where one decided to break or let go, yeah, what's the very next thing you did? You went inside and you changed your drawers, didn't you? I mean, it scares you to death. It's so loud. It sounds like a rifle going off. But Do, luckily, you you don't see things flying a lot. Right. It, it's right. not like no flying. It sends shrapnel everywhere. Right. But you have to insert a special tool and crank it tight. The second tool goes in the next hole. You crank it tighter, and you crank it and crank it and crank it. And they're sized to perfection. <laughs> they're sized to perfection. So you don't slip. You slip your grip, baby, and now you have a basically a wrench propeller just trying to break your arm, trying to break your jaw. Yeah, they, they use an example out of Seattle on a fatality. Someone was using a screwdriver. And it came around and between yeah. the eyes that, for right. safety training. So I don't want anybody ever adjusting <laughs> the springs on their overhead garage door. You can oil the uh, rollers with a little Teflon uh, spray every once in a while. That's that's good. Uh, you can check your automatic uh, shutoff by putting a 2 by 4 or maybe you have one of those exercise balls or exercise rollers, styrofoam rollers, put that underneath the garage door and close it. And as it's coming down, when it hits the 2x4, the foam uh, roller or the exercise ball, it ought to stop. That automatic stop should be activated. Make sure it's stopping. The eyes of the protective beam, make sure they're aligned up. So there's a couple things you could do. Make sure the seal on the bottom is good. Make sure the weather seals on the side are good. But... And this is the time of year, even uh, garages like at my old house on the north side were affected by the sun. Just the way the sun would come up, it would hit, it would overpower the other beam so the garage wouldn't activate because the sun was shining on it. And we, you can solve that, you know, a roll of cardboard from a paper towel roll or a toilet paper roll over that eye will screen out that sun and... You can operate it that way. When we get back, it's Jim from Tucson and Bonnie from Goodyear. My garage door opener is so wonderful. I press a little button and that activates the garage door opener. Yeah. It's so simple. It's so simple. Somebody was, All right. had a lot to do on a Friday night there. <laughs> Let's see if we can get to Jim, who's patiently been on hold for a little while. Jim calling from Tucson. Good morning. How can we help you, my friend? I have a garage door. It's about a year old, two, two new doors, uh, and three out of the four uh, corners, water leaks underneath it. Now, it's always done that, so I, I don't think it's the garage doors itself, but I was just wondering what would be the best way to try to stop that. You know what, Jim? You could actually go to a authentic garage, give them a ring. They actually will. Uh, you can, or you can order online. They actually make a rubber rollover threshold that you glue down to the concrete where the door closes on top of it. 
it's a, a, a rubber bulb type weather stripping, just like you have on the door of your house, but it's much larger. And you could roll over it and it will seal that up just fine as long as the gaps don't exceed about three quarters of an inch. If it gets much bigger than that, then we're going to have to start planing the door. We take the bottom panel off and we cut it to fit the shape of the garage floor. And then we put the bulb back on. So it can be sealed up. A Authentic in Tucson is one place that could guide you, or you could just go online and search for garage door weather stop uh, threshold. Okay, my friend? Appreciate you calling. Woo! I think we made it all four. the way through there. Where did four hours go? Well, we were talking about one way to cool the garage, and we've got the uh, Phoenix Manufacturing two roll-around portable evap coolers. The shop blaster with your stereo system, your toolbox, and your evap cooler. Three in one. Or the patio pal, which is the one we've implemented back at the office at the back patio. Ice chest and ice chest on top for cold drinks. Hundred and fourteen quart. And I'm taking these to the rodeo. We go through so much water, Gatorade, and Capri Suns with the kids and all their friends. We can hardly keep it. I, I think hundred and forty four quarts was gonna get me through a weekend. And We'll just put it on the side of the horse trailer oh. with a canopy so everyone can have a spot to come down and sit and get a little cool breeze during their events. The ice from the ice chest. The ice chest is on top of the evap cooler. The ice melts, goes into the water reservoir, so the evap cooling action is actually enhanced because the water is so cold it's going over the – so you're not only cooling by evaporation, but you're cooling by actual conduction. Yeah. It's so cold. So – the pa- and that's available at the e-commerce store at Rosie on the House. And, you know, you go into uh, some of the retail locations, and they're over three grand. Well, we sell it with delivery at rosieonthehouse.com for $2,700. There you go. For the Shop Blaster or the Patio Pal, same price. All right, folks. And as most of you know, Jennifer and I have just returned from an extensive road trip for the first time in probably 20 years. If you've got a remodeling project you'd like to get done, I can see you in less than three weeks. Generally, we're scheduled out four to six weeks. Having just returned, we've got openings now. If you'd like to have us come take a look at the project, but you need to know a couple things. We're held to a higher standard by me, all right? We use subcontractors that are screened tighter. They're taught exactly the way I want them to do everything. Our jobs are more supervised than most jobs. Our jobs are cleaner than 99% of the remodel jobs you'll ever see on, in your life. Our remodeling experiences are unparalleled. You can't have all of that and have the cheapest contractor in town. We may be a little higher priced than some, but we're still the best value. If you want it done Rosie right, you call Rosie on the house remodeling. And we can see you in the next two to three weeks. 